Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I, I told y'all before the season, we got, we got Coach Andy Reid. We got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm not going to say Dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not going to say Dynasty yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. The Labor Day event from Dell Technologies is here. End the summer strong by starting up a new season of productivity. Your business upgrade begins with up to 48% off top-rated laptops, like Vostro, taking performance to the next level with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. It's time to push your growing business even further. What's next for you? Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. DQ presents the sound of an all-star summer lineup. Leading off the promising rookie, new Oreo Dirt Pie. On deck, the fan favorite Girl Scout Thin Mints. Summer standouts, drumstick with peanuts and cotton candy. And batting cleanup, it's you. With your red spoon and six summer blizzard flavors, official treat of MLB. All part of the new DQ all-star summer blizzard lineup. DQ, happy tastes good. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. The IRS, the world's most aggressive collection agency. They can seize your property, bank account, and garnish your wages. They cause sleepless nights for millions of Americans. Don't be one of them. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, get protected today. Call 800-312-9970. Coast One Tax Group, protecting your bank, home, and your sleep since 2008. With hundreds of five-star reviews and an A-plus on the Better Business Bureau. Call Coast One Tax Group, 800 312-9970. Stanley from New York owed $93,000. The IRS placed a levy on his bank account. Coast One released the levy and settled with the IRS for $2,000. Mark in Michigan owed $225,000. After Coast One stepped in, Mark walked away paying less than $1,500. Call Coast One now. A 10-minute call can save you up to 93% on your back taxes. Get your fresh start today. That's 800-312-9970. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. Tiger Woods about to tee off in the first round of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera Country Club in Los Angeles. It's his first event on tour since the Open Championship last July. Woods will play with Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy. The coverage is live right now on ESPN+. The Celtics make it official today. Joe Mazzula is now the team's head coach and will get a contract extension. Mazzula has been the interim coach since Ime Udoka was suspended in September. The All-Star break starts tomorrow. ESPN's Adam Silver, or rather NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, comments on dealing with officials who make mistakes calling games. They are absolutely held accountable. Um, we, we don't publicize um, discipline for Officials, we don't think that would be appropriate, but their assignments are affected by the quality of their calls. Um, whether or not they progress into the playoffs and then round by round is impacted by the accuracy of their calls and their demeanor on the floor. Adam Silver, Michigan State teams will play this weekend just days after an on-campus shooting. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. Easy. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. What's up, Wichita? Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. 
Hope you're having a terrific day. Hopefully you're staying warm. Meanwhile, Jack Johnson is tweeting out a lineup card for the Kansas City Royals with it snowing outside because, of course. Welcome into the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also find us in a couple different ways. If you have a smart speaker, Alexa or Google, Tell the smart speaker to tune in to ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also stream on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. You can download the app. You can hit the favorite button for ESPN Wichita. And that way we are easily accessible on your cell phone. We are already sort of easily accessible on your smartphone because if you Go to your internet browser and type in ESPNWichita.com. There's a Listen Live link on there. You can also find old shows on the podcast page in addition to Spotify and Apple Music. I'm Pat Stropman. Producing today is Jack Johnson. You can give us a call at any point today, 316-669-4996. That's 316-669-4996. That's if you want to hop on the line and talk. If you don't want to reveal your voice, that's fine. You can always send us a text, 316-247-0923. That is the text line, 316-247-0923. Shockers in action tonight, taking on Temple. If you want to talk about that or talk Kansas City Chiefs, hey, I'm down. Feel free to hit us up on the text line. You can also find us on Twitter, ESPN Wichita. Pat Stropman, Johnny J underscore 15. And if you want to send a Facebook message, you can do that as well. Our Facebook page, ESPN Wichita 92.3. Your show lineup card for today. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll be joined by our friend Josh Howell of Visit Wichita. He is the VP of Sports Development. What's going on with Visit Wichita? They've announced some things coming up later on this year. Josh just got done going to Colorado Springs, Colorado, so we will talk to Josh about all things Visit Wichita coming up in 20 minutes with our monthly visit with him. At 2.45, Ned Yost is a Hall of Famer for the Kansas City Royals. How do we feel about that? That's coming up at 2.45. In hour number two, Wichita State in Temple. We'll break down that game, but we're going to do it in a way. I have a buddy who is just way too deep when it comes to gambling, I feel like, but he has some interesting stats about Wichita State, and I want to share them with you. So maybe if you're looking to make some money, we can talk about that coming up at 302. We'll also just break down the game just in general and maybe sneak in some other news in regards to Wichita State Athletics If we don't get to it then, we will get into it with Kevin Saul, Director of Athletics at Wichita State. He'll be joining the show at 325. Last time we talked to him, we didn't have a chance to ask him about this project taking place for softball, baseball softball, obviously getting underway here for the spring. So we'll ask him about that, and then we will finish out the show with a three-question Thursday. Jack's got a bounce at about 3.40 today, so Jack's not going to be a part of three-question Thursday. So we'll have a pinch hitter. We'll have Jason the Drake Justice joining the show at 3.45. That is our show for today. It's February 16th, 2023. Glad to have you here. Jack, really? Really, Jack? Hey, February sixteenth. I, I can uh, continue to analyze and dissect what type of beers the Chiefs drank at the parade, or I can move on to the next sport, baby. <laughs> it's time for baseball, man. It's been too long. Twenty-five minutes ago. Now that it's baseball season, let's have fun with projecting the two thousand twenty-three hashtag Royals opening day lineup. A thread, <laughs> and Jack Johnson has just been adding to it <laughs> from the beginning here. I mean, it's fine. We'll get to the Royals at some point. I'm just not ready to go there yet. And it's because we still have Super Bowl leftovers to get to. On Monday, we broke down the game. Tuesday, all right, what about Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid? What's the future like for those two guys? Yesterday, we talked about 
the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, and the word dynasty. Are they a dynasty? What is the number that you got to hit if you want to be considered a dynasty? And if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you can go back and listen to the show on the podcast page. Tomorrow, maybe we take a look at the offseason and try to get a head start on what the Chiefs are going to do. But today, I want to focus on one guy in particular who very well could be joining another football team in the offseason, and that is the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy. So Eric Bieniemy, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, EB is set to interview for the Washington Commanders' offensive coordinator job today. Don't know when it's taking place. Ian Rappaport said, quote, a key interview for the Washington Commanders, who still have not yet hired an offensive coordinator. It has been forever, but the reason they've waited, his understanding is they wanted to talk to Eric Bieniemy. He's considered to be a strong candidate there, and the plan is to leave the parade, which is, you know, last night. You'll have some dinner with some brass, including Ron Rivera in Washington, and then meet for his formal interview today. They also interviewed former Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman. That was Tuesday. That's the only interview the Washington Commanders have scheduled as of now. So presumably they will make a decision. Ian Rappaport continue, continued. As far as Eric Bieniemy, I know people wonder why would Eric Bieniemy take a lateral job? Why is he... Even able to, first of all, he allowed his contract to lapse, so he has no contract for next year. That gives him some ability. He is also not the premier play caller, not the primary play caller for the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid obviously has a big role in play calling. If he went to the commanders with a defensive head coach in Ron Rivera, he would run the show. He would be the play caller and potentially put him in a better position to eventually earn a head coach job. That's coming from Ian Rappaport. 316-247-0923. Got this from the text line. We have a Commanders fan over here. I would like him in Washington, but he needs to stay in KC while they are winners. And I think that is something that I would throw out there as well. Eric Bieniemy, I, I get he wants to try to get away from the shadow of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But when do you also want to find the best possible spot for you to succeed? And I don't know if that's Washington. I don't know. Now he could just stay put and call it good and go with another year. But I think he is starting to get a little antsy because time and time again he continues to get passed over for who knows why. Some people want to bring up the race card. Some want to bring up, well, anyone could do well with Patrick Mahomes being their quarterback. Some also just assume that maybe he's not a good interviewer. I think that's the one thing we're still trying to figure out. I don't think we have as much information as I thought we would at this point with EB's career. I thought that Eric Bieniemy would be, we would find out why he's not a top candidate as a head coach, why he isn't a head coach as of right now. We figured by this point that, we would have some information. There's a reason why people are staying away from him, right? There's a reason why he's not getting to the finish line. So with him being in Kansas City, I'm sure he's thinking, well, I just got to get out of here, but I just don't know if Washington would be the best landing spot for Eric Bieniemy. You do go to Washington, and if you do increase the offensive numbers with who's going to be the quarterback there, Sam Howell? Is that going to be the starter, Jack? Is it going to be Sam Howell of – of North Carolina, is that their guy? That's my best guess, yeah. Who else would they consider? Because they want to be Carson Wentz, want to be Taylor Heineke. Who else would the they go get? Would they, would, would, they, would they go get someone in the draft, or would they even spend money on going after a, a quarterback free agent? Do you think that's a possibility? They could probably go after somebody in free agency, because why draft Sam Howe if you weren't going to start him after the agreed. Carson Wentz-Taylor Heineke era? Yeah, agreed. 110% for sure. So, I mean, you could go there to Washington, and if you were to have success with the commanders with Sam Howe being the starter, yeah, I'm sure some people might 
treat you a little differently and might take you more seriously. What I find incredible is the fact that this year, as much as we talked about Patrick Mahomes and his development, there's no doubt that Patrick Mahomes, he took last year, I guess, personal. Because he was running over the place, facing three guys coming his way, still running for his life. He's facing these different coverages. He kept trying to force. This year, he matured, and you didn't see him force the issue quite as much. Patrick Mahomes developed really well. He watched film and said, all right, the teams are going to do this. I'm going to do this, which is why he pretty much played flawlessly against the team in the Super Bowl 57 championship game and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's why you look at film, you, you got to just be impressed with what Patrick Mahomes was able to do. But also, too, Eric Bieniemy. How much credit do you give EB for what the Chiefs were able to do this year? We give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes. He didn't have Tyreek Hill out there. He was playing on a, on a bum ankle. We gave a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes, so what about Eric Bieniemy? EB lost a wide receiver option in Tyreek Hill, and the Kansas City Chiefs did better. They had more explosive plays than when they had Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes led the league in a passing and got an MVP. I think Eric Bieniemy deserves a little bit of credit when it comes to that. It can't just be all Patrick Mahomes, right? Evie deserves a little bit of credit, just as maybe a sliver or two. Deserves a little bit of credit. And after seeing more stuff about the Super Bowl, Eric Bieniemy was the one that saw on film that when the New York Jets did this jet sweep, the Philadelphia Eagles really honed in on this defensive strategy. So what does EB say to those wide receivers and Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore? Hey, motion, stop, go the other way, it'll be a wide-open touchdown. Eric Bieniemy was the one that noticed that. Now, I'm sure Andy Reid probably had something to say about that too. But Eric Bieniemy was the one who really said, yeah, this is what we noticed on film. And then the second half, I know everyone's giving credit to Andy Reid because, you know, he's supposed to be the, the main play caller. But Eric Bieniemy, like I said, he's he's also right there as well. They they called a heck of a second half against the best defense in the National Football League. They called an excellent half. But, yeah, Eric Bieniemy is the one who's still not going to get a look as a head coach. I'm still trying to figure out the disconnect there to why Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach in the NFL. Throughout a couple different reasons, but Eric Bieniemy deserves a whole heck of a lot of credit for this year and what the Chiefs offense was able to do. Patrick Mahomes certainly helps, there's no doubt. Andy Reid, still very much an offensive mastermind. But Eric Bieniemy deserves some credit too. If he goes to Washington, it's a ladder move, but if he's desperate enough to try to get a head coaching job and doesn't want to be patient, then I would understand if he wanted to bounce. I don't think Washington's a great fit, but hey, maybe you try it. And I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is interested in waiting around for another how many years when we talked about Andy Reid. Do you think he's the coach in waiting in four or five years when Andy Reid officially calls it quits after hopefully winning another Super Bowl? Or is it Matt Nagy that's the guy that's waiting in the wings? Because there's a reason why Matt Nagy's there. It's not like he's just there just to be a special coordinator or quarterback's coach. That's not why Matt Nagy's there. I'm sure Matt Nagy's thinking, hey, I can be the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs when Andy Reid calls it quits. So I think it's interesting with, with Eric Bieniemy and, and what happens moving forward. I would imagine for the Chiefs, if, if Eric Bieniemy did take this job, I would imagine the simple answer for Kansas City would just be to put the offensive coordinator tag on Matt Nagy. I would imagine that that would be the solution. And I'm sure Andy Reid and Matt Aggie would be okay with that. But will they have the same success next year without Eric Bieniemy? 
I would like to think they certainly could. But once again, I think EB just doesn't get a lot of credit for what has taken place for this year. Now, you know, we're saying this. I wonder if Eric Bieniemy. are we going to see another one of those jokes of a, um, what was it? Wasn't there an article last year that popped up about Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes don't talk and all that stuff? Turned out to be all fake, but, you know, that did get leaked, and it's like, well, maybe this is what happens to Eric Bieniemy. Maybe if there is just an ounce that's true of the story, maybe this is why Eric Bieniemy isn't a head coach. I find it real interesting, though, that he's been interviewed by so many teams and he still can't get a look as a head coach. If there was ever a year for him to get attention, it should have been this year. He should have had some serious looks. At the end of the day, he's looking to make a lateral move to be the offensive coordinator of the commanders. What do you make of EB, Jack Johnson? What do you make of Eric Bieniemy? Uh, I think that when you look at how many teams have interviewed him over the last three years, I I think the, the most frustrating thing of it all is we'll never know what those interviews entailed. We'll never know what questions were asked. We'll never know how Eric Bieniemy responded to those questions. At the same time, I said this at on Shane's show yesterday of a team like the Houston Texans. So if there's the, the race idea that's brought into it that Eric Bieniemy is not being hired mm-hmm. because of the color of his skin, I look at a team like the Houston Texans. So I think it was David Cullen first, or was it Coley? I couldn't quite remember. He was there one year. Then they went with Lovey Smith during the Rooney Rule, and then now they've gone with D'Amico Ryans. So it's clear the Houston Texans, they are hiring coaches that are of color and probably consider at one point Eric Bieniemy. I think the differences between a D'Amico Ryans or a Lovey Smith and an Eric Bieniemy Yes, Eric Bieniemy is putting up all the numbers as an offensive coordinator, but I am sure that general managers and owners at times in good organizations are more thorough with how they look at an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. Who is that offensive coordinator the coordinator for? Who is his head coach? And I think Andy Reid being known as one of the best play callers, if not the best play caller of all time, that factors into this interview process. Because is one to believe that Andy Reid, who is known as the best play caller in NFL history, that he's completely hands-off, right? He is not calling any of the plays, and Andy Reid goes to the podium every other week and says, I'm not the one calling the plays, it's Eric Bieniemy." I've also seen conflicting reports, especially from the New Heights podcast of Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, of Travis saying, yeah, Andy Reid calls the plays. He tells me when I need to be out there, what play we're running and stuff like that. So there's conflicting reports both ways. Maybe it's Andy Reid that's pumping up Eric Bieniemy, trying to get him another job, saying he does call the plays. But then you have players also saying that Andy Reid calls a lot of the plays. I am sure that is a big-time factor uh, when teams are interviewing Eric Bieniemy. And, Pat, you brought up, is he a bad interviewer? Does he not really come across as a guy that you want to be the next head coach? So plenty of things that you can assume or you can try to guess it's what's happening. The reality is, though, we're never going to know. And I think to me, after the first year, I went, that's kind of odd, right? The Chiefs have the number one scoring offense. Why isn't the offensive coordinator getting the job? Oh, well, glad he's back. Then after year two and year three, I'm going, okay, there's something more to this. Because a team would have no problem hiring a guy that has the number one scoring offense or headline the number one scoring offense. That would be a no-brainer. On the surface, that would not be seen as a bad hire. Even if the, the hire didn't work out, maybe enemy wouldn't be a great head coach. It would not be seen as a bad hire because he had the numbers to back it up. So something more is going on behind the scenes that likely we will never know. Why he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. Maybe it is that some organizations have a race problem with it. I don't really know. I don't want to make that assumption. But maybe it's also organizations saying, hey, he's in the shadow of Andy Reid, and he also runs an offense that has a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame tight end, and very few holes in that offense. We don't believe he could turn around our offense when we don't have anywhere near that type of talent. Or it's option number three, he is a piss-poor interviewer, and he just doesn't answer questions in the way the front office would want him to or that would resonate well with the organization. So it really comes down to, what we know right now in the services, he's a really good offensive coordinator that puts up the numbers, but also behind the scenes, that stuff we'll never know unless there's some documentary way down the road that has guys that come forward and say <laughs> what happened in those interviews. But I don't see that happening for a guy that's not going to ever get a head coaching job as long as he stays the OC in Kansas City. Yeah, agreed. You're, are you not buying the conspiracy theory of why EB is not a head coach? Have you heard this conspiracy theory that supposedly the 
other NFL owners. They don't want to give Kansas City an additional two third-round picks. <laughs> I don't think Did they, you hear that one? I, I did not hear people, that one. People but, are weird, but people have said that. There are yep. some people that are legit out there saying, well, they don't want to give Kansas City another two third-round picks. Well, when Pace went to the Bears, the Chiefs got some picks from that as well. So right. I'm sure Kansas City is like, hey – we do have a guy behind Eric Bieniemy in Matt Nagy that can take over that role. And and maybe, too, one more point to add in what general managers and owners are looking at with Eric Bieniemy. They may be going, okay, why the hell is Kansas City not trying their best to keep Eric Bieniemy? We've seen the last two years Andy Reid say, hey, he's going to be a great head coach. Somebody needs to give him a shot. Whereas you look at, like, Nick Sirianni in Philly, he didn't yeah. want to lose Jonathan Gannon. He didn't want right. to lose his OC. And Kansas City, it's like, oh, you know, we really hope the best for him. And I'm sure they do. I think they want Eric Bieniemy to get that job because he deserves that job from what we've seen on the field. But at the same time, I think the Chiefs are comfortable in knowing, you know, last year we had Mike Kafka that could have replaced Bieniemy, And then we yeah. lost Kafka. This year we have Matt Nagy, who's been great with Patrick Mahomes before. We're not losing much sleep if we lose Eric Bieniemy. He is a good offensive coordinator that puts up the numbers, but at the same time, the Chiefs can reload with that. So as a draft move, an offseason move, it would benefit Kansas City greatly if Eric Bieniemy was hired elsewhere because they would get those two additional picks. And it's not a big drop-up, I believe, in offensive coordinator role for Nagy and Bieniemy because at the end of the day, Andy Reid really feels like the big wig that's calling all the shots. He is the big-time play caller that can kind of just guide the OC in the right direction, I guess I would say. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. EB is, I mean, it's almost like a babysitting job, like Andy Reid just making sure he doesn't screw up. He's Andy Reid just kind of being the micromanager that he is, just staring at the play sheet behind Eric Bieniemy and making sure he's calling all the right stuff to be related to the field. It's just very interesting. It's 2023. This guy has been interviewed by so many teams. You have the Philadelphia Eagles who lose in the Super Bowl. They lose their offensive and defensive coordinators. And the Kansas City Chiefs, after a Super Bowl win, Steve Spagnuolo is not going to go anywhere to get a head coaching job. That's just not going to happen. But for Eric Bieniemy, that guy has yet to be poached. Something's up. Something's a little fishy. 316-247-0923 is the text line. If you want to be a part of the show, give us your thoughts on Eric Bieniemy and what could happen if he does go to Washington. Later on this hour, We'll talk about the great Ned Yost, as he is now a Royals Hall of Famer. But coming up next, we'll be joined by Visit Wichita VP of Sports Development, Josh Howell. He was in Colorado not too long ago, so we'll talk to him about that trip. And, of course, we'll talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and all that stuff as well. That's coming up next. It's The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Nothing makes cheering on your favorite team better than wings. Pair your at-home game day with Twin Peaks Wings. Find your favorite store at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash locations. Are you in trouble with the IRS? Detaxify is the trusted tax relief solution that has an A-plus rating with the BBB, five-star rating from Google, and specializes in the IRS Fresh Start program. If you have years of unfiled back tax returns or owe more than $10,000 to the IRS or state, the government has the power to garnish your wages, freeze your bank account, and in some cases, they can now revoke your passport. This is John Zandi, president of Detaxify. Detaxify specializes in the Fresh Start program where we help struggling taxpayers get out of collections or settle their tax debt. If you're being or dealing with threatening letters from the government, you may need professional tax relief representation. My team at Detaxify can stop the tax collectors and stop the threatening letters from the IRS or state. Call me now for a free consultation. Call now, 800-601-7780. That's 800-601-7780. Detaxify offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. Call now, 800-601-7780. 800-601-7780. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, 
we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with another great deal on Miller Lite 16-ounce, 24-pack cans, just $27.99. And don't forget about Seagram 7 1.75 liters, only $18.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. Welcome back to the polls on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Coming up in hour number two. We'll be joined by Kevin Saul, Director of Athletics at Wichita State University. But right now, we welcome in Josh Howell from Visit Wichita. Josh, great to see you. Last time I saw you, we were just really getting underway with, with the first of many monthly interviews here on the show. We talked about so much. Things are a little bit different now, though. The Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champions. Pretty exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting times, and I think we talked last time. You know, I'm a Cowboys fan. I know. So I certainly Brutal. can't can't root for the Eagles. So, <laughs> so you were um, happy about that? I was that, a Chiefs then. fan. Yeah, I was a Chiefs <laughs> fan last week for sure. So, what a great game it was, though. Yeah. Did you uh, have a good spread for Super Bowl? You know, nice party. I, I wish I could lie and say that I had went to some awesome party and had a ton of uh, great appetizers and food. But to be honest with you, it was me and my son and my daughter. My wife was working. Um, so we just kind of hung out, and I think I made pizza rolls. So hey, unfortunately, yeah, it wasn't very exciting in my household. That sounds great to me, and i got to say, I don't know if you've seen this or not. Here's the beautiful thing about TikTok. There's a lot of bad things about TikTok, but a good thing that popped up on TikTok, there's like a special way that you can spice up the pizza rolls. Oh, really? I need to, I need to hear this. I need to hook you up the recipe. It involves Parmesan, some red chili uh, flakes and uh, some other stuff as well. I have to a little butter action too. Yeah, you just kind of toss them like wings after you put them in the air fryer, and oh my gosh! Yeah, I need that because I'm I'm a craft macaroni and cheese, pizza rolls, <laughs> mozzarella sticks. That's about my limit when it comes to cooking. So I could use any any help I can get. Yeah, um, I know my wife's not listening to this, but she would probably say the same thing. Like, yeah, there's a reason why she kind of handles stuff because that's about as good as I can do. Colorado Springs, Colorado. So you and Jessica, Senior Sports Sales Manager, you just got back from Colorado Springs, scoping out some potential events, headquarters for U.S. figure skating. So how was that trip? Yeah, it was great. And I'll kind of give you a little background. Um, so not only trips like that, but we go to about four or five trade shows every year where we meet with rights holders from all across the country, rights holders being people that own their own sporting events, whether that's USA Volleyball, U.S. figure skating, you know, TBT, NCAA, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's kind of like speed dating. So we have like 10 minutes with, you know, these little appointments where you talk to them about Wichita, ask them what events they have that are coming up that we could potentially host, and you go from one to the next. Um, but those go really quick. You know, sometimes those people are really distracted and you only get so much time. But we're fortunate to live uh, somewhat close to Colorado Springs, which for people who aren't familiar uh, they call it Olympic City because that's where a lot of the national governing bodies are. You mentioned it, U.S. figure skating, U.S.A. boxing, uh, U.S.A. volleyball, U.S.A. basketball, all are housed right there in Colorado Springs. So, yeah, Jessica and I had a, a great trip last week. We got to have a lot of one-on-ones with a lot of those rights holders. Uh, took them to lunch, took some to dinner, stopped by their offices, dropped off some goodies with them, and really just talked Wichita. Um and that's how you really start to develop those relationships with these rights holders. So when they're hosting an event, Wichita comes to the top of their mind. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a long uh, couple years you develop these relationships, but eventually you get to be on a first-name basis where you're texting them. And um, So, yeah, it was a really, really great trip. Um, a lot of good appointments, a lot of good meetings. Uh, hopefully in the next year or two we can maybe see some fruit, fruits of our labor pay off and, 
and have some events to announce. So. Yeah, because hopefully, uh, hopefully by then, you know, if you do bring in figure skating, hopefully there'll be some sort of celebrity deal and you can hop on the ice and show off your oh, skills, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that would not be pretty <laughs> at all. But no, no, that was, it was a really good trip. I've only been ice skating once and I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not my sport. Six for sure. foot seven guy, you know, pretty far away from the, from the <laughs> ice. I never fell. That part was was a success, but my ankles afterward. I'm like, this just this is painful, and I I just can't get it down right because I don't know. I'm a buffoon, I guess, when it comes to that. You but, one of those guys that just bangs into the boards when you try to stop? Yep, yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah, that's yep. me. There's no no stopping ability. Yeah. That's definitely me, too. Josh Howe, our guest from Visit Wichita here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Well, since last time I talked to you, you guys have been able to secure a couple more events. So 2023-24, the NJCAA Division I Men's and Women's Soccer Championships. Let's start with that. That's, that's thrilling stuff to be able to throw that into the mix as well. Yeah, that's a great event. We were able to announce that a few weeks ago. Um, and again, going back to relationships we had with the NJCAA, we were able to, I think right after COVID, just because of the relationship we had built with them, they had a, an issue with one of their sites. And so they knew us, called us and said, hey, we're having some trouble. We're in a pickle. We really need you guys to, to step up if you can. Um, can you host, I think we were originally scheduled to host the D2 men championship, men's championships. And they were having trouble with the women's championship site. And they said, can you guys host both? And we kind of looked at things and said, yeah, let's let's do it. We'll make it work. Um, so, of course, twice the amount of teams. Instead of 12, we were hosting 24. Um, kind of had to work with Stryker on turning one of their other fields into a, a second championship field. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that was able to work out. And because of that, we then uh, bid on 23 and 24 uh, D1 men and women's national championships. And, and, yeah, we were able to announce that. So 12 men's teams, 12 women's teams, the best in JUCO uh, coming here to Wichita, and and yeah, we're looking forward to hosting uh, this November. Yeah, Striker Sports Complex, one of the the best sports complex around, and that specific specific joint national tournaments. Well, those those will be played November twelfth through the eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Then November seventeenth through the twenty third in two thousand twenty four. And you know, we always talk about the the economic impact of of bringing these teams in and. You know, to expect approximately seven hundred thousand dollars in economic impact—that's what it's all about. And then, in addition to the JUCO ranks, you guys also have the NAIA Men's Soccer Championships coming in two thousand twenty-three, twenty-four. Me being a more of an NAIA guy, being able to see these teams at the KCAC level and even the heart uh, Benedictine with a, a really good program up there, and got spoiled watching them in the KCAC. There's one team, not in Kansas, but down in Barlesville, Oklahoma, that's awfully impressive every year in Oklahoma Wesleyan, and they always seem to be competing for national championships. So there'll be some awesome teams showing up then as well. Yeah, that'll be a, another fun one. And, again, I, you know, I've said it multiple times, but going back to the, the relationships, we've hosted, as we talked last month, um, the NAI Men's Wrestling National Championships, and we're able to host those for three years in a row. And, and just developing that relationship with them, and they see how we run events. And so then we submit a bid for soccer. Now all of a sudden we, we already know these people. You know, we've worked with them before. They see our bid come through. They review it. We bring them out for a site tour. Um, and, yeah, we were able to lock that one up. So we talked last month about the U.S. Youth Soccer, another big one that's coming. So soccer is, is really taking off uh, this year and, and hopefully beyond. And I think a lot of that is due to the amazing facility, like you mentioned, in Stryker and mm -hmm. Just uh, what they've done out there is, is really incredible and starting to, to really put Wichita on the map when it comes to soccer. So between those three events, um, I think approximately $5 million in economic impact with, of course, the U.S. youth soccer uh, carrying the kind of the big weight of that. But it's really great for the, for the city of Wichita. Uh, it's going to bring in tons of families, uh, moms and dads, athletes, coaches, of course. Um, and I mentioned it a lot, but they're going to be doing so much more than just playing soccer. You know, they're going to be staying in hotels and eating in our restaurants and hopefully visiting our attractions. And so it's uh, it's great for the city of Wichita. Well, you bring up soccer. It is booming, and, and it has over the last five to ten years. Sporting Kansas City, I think, a big reason for it as well with what they've been able to do. But with the World Cup being in the United States, is, does that kind of help too? I would imagine that's got to lead to that increased attention as well, having something as, as big as the World Cup. Coming to the United States, I would imagine that also helps out a little bit too. 
Yeah, for sure. That definitely doesn't hurt. I know I've talked to a lot of our friends in Kansas City, and, and man, they're super excited for it. And even the fr- my friends here that are soccer fans are already talking about uh, heading up there and getting tickets. But, yeah, just I think the excitement of soccer in general, um, anytime the United States can host a the World Cup, it's it's very exciting. So yeah, I'm looking forward to to that when that when that time comes. Yeah, for sure. Josh Howe, our guest, VP of Sports Development at Visit Wichita, here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I know I got an email because this is coming up here before too long, and that's the 2023 NAI Men's Wrestling National Championship. It's just around the corner. Felt like Man. just yesterday we were. Oh, there's a couple months to yeah. go. Eh, here we are we're in here. a couple of weeks. It's uh, about to take place, which it will be at Hartman Arena. I know you're sporting some stuff here for NAIA Wrestling, which looks really great. And Hartman is about to uh, host the KCAC Championships here before too long, coming up on Monday, February 27th, which that's 11 days away, which is crazy. Hartman is about the boom here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no doubt. I think, yeah, they're hosting, uh, what, Keisha State Wrestling um, you mentioned KCAC. We got NAI wrestling coming up. Um, ben and his team over at Hartman do a great job in hosting sporting events. They're kind of the perfect size venue uh, for that. So we really love working with them. But yeah, you mentioned it, NAI wrestling. It's it's here. We're uh, we've got the mats uh, coming in on a big semi truck here in a few weeks. We're gonna help unload those. And so you will. You'll be out there. Grabbing I'll be out there. How yeah. heavy are they? They're massive. I, this kind of shows how. Naive I was when it comes to wrestling, but um, they were pulling the mats off of the off of the truck for the very first time I was hosting. And for those that know wrestling, each one part, you know, one part of the mat is I, th- I think they come in like eight strips, and they're these big old massive. You know, they're all rolled up. And I pulled the first one out, thinking that's a whole mat, and that's literally one eighth of a mat. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's a lot more than I, a lot more mats than I thought there were. I thought we only needed eight. And they're like, no, that's just one eighth of the mat. So. I learned uh, I learned pretty quickly, um, kind of the wrestling world. So yeah, learning more each each year that we host. But yeah, lots going on. We got to get all that ready. All of our volunteers. We have to have table workers. We have to have people to clean the mats in between. Um, we got to have provide meals for the officials. We got to make sure the officials have hotel rooms and all the athletes. We have hotels contracted. Um, so lots of work goes into it, and our team does a great job. And we couldn't do it without our volunteers, which. Shameless plug, we need volunteers. I was just going to ask, you know, that was my next question. You bring up volunteers, and that's always a big thing. Yeah, definitely need volunteers. We have great volunteers here in Wichita that help us with a lot of our events. Um, we do need some for NAI wrestling, and then we have wheelchair basketball coming up at the end of March, uh, the junior and the adults and back-to-back weekends, and that's another great event we talked about last month. But, mm-hmm. yeah, go to visitwichita.com or they can, you know, shoot me an email. Okay. And uh, we'll get we'll get them more information on that. But we usually try to feed our volunteers very well and, you know, get a, a volunteer T-shirt. And um, So, yeah, if anyone's interested in that, we, we couldn't do it without our volunteers. Yeah, and sure. i got to say this about volunteers, too, for those that are maybe listening and, and really curious about it. Like some people, you know, well, I don't know. I don't know much about wrestling, blah, blah, blah. That That part doesn't matter. Yeah, it, because with me, I never once played college ball. I, I, I played at a, a small Kansas high school in Seneca, Kansas. But the one thing that I will always remember, both as a high school athlete and now as a as a broadcaster, when I am around volunteers, I love talking to them mm-hmm. because it's always, "Oh, right, well, where did you come from? Like, where where did you drive you from?" Some people would. You'd be surprised to be like, well, I came all the way from Texas just yeah. to be a part of this. And it's yeah. like, you came all the way from Texas. I'm like, yeah, this is how dedicated I, I am to this. And it's like, that's just – and then all of a sudden I'm talking to this person even more and more and more. Volunteers really, as much as you know, you talk about everyone making things go, volunteers for sure, you can get involved and you can be that person that someone's going to remember for the rest of their lives. Be like, I'll never forget that one person up at Hartman Arena – that treated me this way, yep. that person was really cool. Yeah, 100%. Um, we have so many great stories with so many of the volunteers. Some of them uh, college students who maybe end up working for us a year later because they were so great, like you mentioned. Um, some of them in their 60s and 70s and are retired, and they come to every event, and you know they just love, love putting in the time. But um, he also mentioned, yeah, we're not going to put you in a spot where you, know, you have to be an expert in wrestling or, or yeah. basketball, whatever the sport may be. Um, and so, yeah, just come on out and, and we'll make sure we, we take care of you. But, um, 
love love our volunteers and couldn't do it without them. March 3rd and the 4th at Hartman Arena. It's the 66th annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship. You can get tickets right now. You can go to visitwichita.com slash get we want to call it dash tickets. Yeah. That's probably the best way to describe it. I can never remember the, the, the I, I different think you things. Got it. Yep. <laughs> dash tickets, whatever. And you can also find them at uh, Hartman Arena's website as well. And then you brought up the National Wheelchair Basketball Association's National Championship Series with the junior and adults coming up on March 24th through the 26th. That's for the Juniors Toyota National Championship Series. And then you will have the adult one coming up March 31st and April 2nd, which those are big things coming up. And, and once again, you can you know see tickets and all that wonderful stuff. And i got to say I'm bummed because I would love to be part of the celebrity game. Yeah. I really would yeah. love to be. Maybe I need to find a way to be able to do the show while also like playing. I think that would be that would be a first. That would be pretty legendary. Yeah, we're trying to get um, you know a lot of local celebs to play in a celebrity game against some of the Paralympic athletes. And so some of these – some of these athletes that are coming to town are the best wheelchair basketball players in the world, uh, played in the Paralympic Games um, a couple years ago, and they always do a celebrity game, so we try to get some local celebs. And, of course, you being the – I think you were talking about how many Twitter followers you have. We, we consider you a local he- a celeb here. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think you were, you were able to make it. But, yeah, so, yeah, again, if anybody um, knows anyone we should reach out to, we're still kind of looking to – to fill that celebrity game, but that'll be a lot of fun because I think we're looking at even some former Shockers playing in that. Yeah. And when you get them in a chair, man, it's a great equalizer. You got these big time college basketball players, and you put them in a in a chair, and it just you know they, they look lost out there. And, and these other Paralympic athletes just run circles around them. It's kind of kind of cool to see, but um, but yeah, it's it's a great event. The whole uh, wheelchair basketball national championships has been a blast to host these last four years, and. Um, these are some tremendous athletes, and it's it's not what you think. If you go out there and watch it, I think I mentioned last month, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really good basketball, and, and it's really cool to see these guys compete. Well, maybe I'll find a way to make it work. Maybe I'll have Jack Johnson host the first 30 minutes to an hour of the show, there and I can, I can come on out. Jack, you down? You okay with that? Am I allowed? Might as well, He's yeah. Like listening. <laughs> we get, we'll get some good video of it, and you guys can talk about it on the next, on the next day's show. <laughs> that sounds like a blast to me. Well, anything else we uh, need to add outside of just continuing to watch, visit Wichita.com and see what's going to pop up? No, I think, uh, you know, just continue to support local sports. The Wichita Thunder having a great season. Uh, the Wichita Wings um, also doing well. I think both are in second place right now looking to make the playoffs. Um yeah, there's a lot going on in Wichita. The wind surge opening day will be here before we know it. Uh, it's great to have Jay back in town, and um, he's going to do great things. And, yeah, just support your, your local sports, and um, Wichita's a great place to be. We're in a good spot. Without question. Josh, a pleasure. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next month. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Josh Howell of Visit Wichita here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. For more information on what's happening in Wichita and for upcoming events and sporting events, visit the website, visitwichita.com. They are constantly updating their calendar of events, and there's always something fun to do in the heart of the country. Up next... Ned Yost, he's in the news, and for good reason. We'll talk about that next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Switching and saving with GEICO is easy, so you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like, why do people say it goes without saying and then say it anyway? I mean, if it really goes without saying... You should instead not say it and just give a knowing look? Well, folks, it goes without saying. Uh, what does? The thing that I'm not going to say. Okay. Switch and save with Geico. It's easier than you think. It's Tango Day, everybody. Follow after me and step and bet and slide and dip. That's Tango. Why is Ice T leading our Tango class? It's probably the heart-shaped Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. Let's see those hips move, people. Hurry and get your heart-shaped Cheerios. They're only here for a limited time. Do you have an idea for an invention, but you don't know what to do next? 
call InventHelp. They've been helping inventors for 35 years. InventHelp has helped over 10,000 inventors get patents. You can meet with an InventHelp representative who will keep your idea confidential and explain their invention process step by step. And InventHelp's data bank includes over 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas. Call 800-217-4380. That's 1-800-217-4380. Due to recent changes in Kansas law, many more residents are participating in sports wagering. But here's an important reminder to keep the fun in the game. If you're into sports betting, only bet with money you can afford to lose. Don't let problematic sports gambling ruin the game for you. If you or someone you love is already experiencing problematic gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER and ask to be referred to a counselor. This message is brought to you by the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services and the South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. Well, still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or just go to eBay Motors and get it right the first time. With over 122 million parts, they have the parts that fit your vehicle. Air filters, tires, headlights, brakes, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I, I told y'all before the season, we got, co- we got Coach Andy Reid, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I, I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm not going to say dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not going to say dynasty yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. On a Thursday edition of The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Uh, Pat Strothman producing is Jack Johnson. Coming up in hour number two, we'll be joined by Kevin Saul, Director of Athletics at Wichita State. We'll talk about the Shockers and the Temple Owls coming up in hour number two as well. Got to reveal some funny stats. And it involves gambling. So we'll get into that in hour number two. And then at 345, we'll have a three-question Thursday. Well, Ned Yost, Jack Johnson's boy. Here he is tweeting the lineup of the Kansas City Royals for opening day 2023. Apparently, Ned Yost got him in a mood. Because Ned Yost, who won more games than any manager in Royals history, and oversaw the club's 2015 World Series championship team, he will be inducted into the team's Hall of Fame. Yost was elected in his first appearance via a vote of Royals Hall of Famers, the Hall of Fame executive board, members of the Kansas City chapter of the Baseball Writers Association of America, and fans. He becomes the first inductee since 2015, and the first member of the 2014-15 championship teams to be honored. Royals won the American League pennant in 2014 before falling in the World Series. And I'll never forget that moment. I was covering it for a radio station, and uh, it was an awesome, awesome time. And then uh, I thought to myself, will Kansas City make it back? That might have been the only shot for the Royals. Well, the Royals, they did make it back, and they would find a way to win the World Series in 2015. Yost, 7-10 postseason winning percentage, all of the Royals, is the best in Major League history. His 2014-15 teams won with a collage of homegrown talent like Alex Gordon, Eric Hosmer, Mike Moustakis, Salvador Perez, Danny Duffy, and... Kelvin Herrera, along with players acquired in trade such as Lorenzo Cain, Alcides Escobar, and Wade Davis. Your boy Ned Yost, a Hall of Famer. This is a no-brainer, at least to me. No-brainer. 
Do we see a statue of Ned Yost anytime soon, Jack? Or is this where it stops? Um, I don't think there would be a statue of Ned Yost. I think the next best thing they could do maybe is put his number somewhere. Uh, I think the coolest thing, though, about it all is that there, there never really will be another Ned Yost in Major League Baseball in the way that he managed because the game is so analytically inclined now. I mean, you look at the two Royals managers uh, since Ned Yost. If you have Mike Matheny and Matt Quattro, Matt Quattro is the furthest thing from what Ned Yost was. That Royals team was also the furthest team from what any team in baseball is now. There will never be another Kansas City Royals team in the way they won. It was a very unorthodox way. They were not uh, a positive success for analytics or data. They went every, everything against the grain. That was the 2014-2015 Royals. They were built on speed. They were built on defense. They didn't have any power. They didn't get on base via the walk like our boy Billy Bean and, and Jonah Hill and Moneyball with Pete. Uh, they didn't really care about getting on base. They cared about putting the ball in play. And a lot of the things they did were old school. Ned Yost managed with his gut. He did not always manage with his head. And I think baseball pushed back on that. So when the Royals won it in 2015, it was kind of a, a middle finger to all the analytical nerds out there in baseball that said it would not be possible that that team would be able to go back to the World Series and win it. No, he didn't have an all-time winning record, but I think uh, when you look at what he was able to accomplish starting in 2010, having to go two years, three years without much success, then taking over the young core and turning them into World Series champions. I mean, the Royals were arguably, I don't even say arguably, they were the worst baseball franchise when Ned Yost took over. I mean, they had been I was going to say, don't say arguably, Jack. Yeah, they were bad. Because <laughs> it was, it's, yes, they were awful. They were awful in every single way. They had been awful for quite some time. They never really sniffed the postseason with the exception of 2003. Then also had a great year taken away by the strike. But other than that, the Royals had been near the bottom of baseball. And the fact that Ned Yost turned them around and turned them into a consistent winner for the better part of four to five years, that was a great time in Kansas City when baseball truly mattered. And you hope that Matt Quattrero can get them back there. But you can't tell the story of, of Royals baseball without Ned Yost. And that's really how I factor in my Royals Hall of Famers, the Hall of Famers in general, whether like it was with Barry Bonds, whether you believe he should be in and be in or be in or not be in, you look about the story of baseball. Can you tell the history of baseball without Barry Bonds? I don't think you can. You have to have him in there. Same thing for Royals baseball with everybody that's been in the Royals Hall of Fame. You can't tell the history of the Royals without mentioning those guys. And Ned Yost, of course, should be near the top of the list. Yeah. You can't tell the story of the Kansas City Royals without that guy. And I'll never forget snarky Ned Yost. Wasn't that the best version of Ned Yost when he was winning? And he Very became quotable. just this snarky dude. <laughs> Very quotable. I'll actually never forget. I asked him a question, and it was phrased poorly. Now, this is young Pat, okay? This is two years removed from college Pat. So still trying to get better and, and trying to sharpen my skills, so on and so forth. I asked the question about, I think it was Rodano Ventura at the time. I was like, yeah, how awesome was he? And Ned Yost was like, awesome. And that's all he said. He just stopped. And I was like, okay, note to self, don't ask a question that way. How about you go, how would you describe Rodano Ventura? Because Ned Yost, he is not afraid to be like, you're look, you're a dummy. <laughs> he called out people, which – I appreciate it. Now, when you win games, that snarkiness is fine. When you lose games, maybe it's not as great. But I enjoyed Ned Yost. And you cannot tell the story of the Kansas City Royals franchise without mentioning that man. And the guy was so legendary that he had his last name turned into a verb. That's when you know that you've made it. There will never be, at least I don't think so, Jack, maybe I'm speaking for you. There's not going to be a Jack Johnson. There's not going to be a Pat Strathman. There will forever be Yosted. Forever Yosted. As Loved long, it. As long as I don't screw something up in the way <laughs> really badly, then you can coin the term as Johnson. <laughs> Hashtag Yosted. Hashtag Johnson. There we go. We'll get the hashtags going here. Hashtag Strothman. There you go. Or is it Strothmanid? Or Johnsonid? <laughs> Regardless, Ned Yost, Royals Hall of Famer. No surprise. Guy deserve it. deserves it. 
That does it for the first hour. Still to come in hour number two. Wichita State in Temple tonight. We'll talk about that. Also have some fun little nuggets to drop in as well when talking about the Shockers. 325, Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul will be on the show. Is Kevin in Philadelphia? Is he in California? Or is he in Wichita? We'll ask him that question. And at 345, a three-question Thursday. Don't go anywhere. Another hour of the Pulse straight ahead here on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.